welcome to the Lorna Club. This is so exciting. This podcast is dedicated to aspiring entrepreneurs and digital marketers. Is to create an experience that helps you learn, optimize, retain your resilience, nurture any concepts, and really accept accept yourself, accept where you are. Hi, my name is Tasha and I am a founder. I'm an independent consultant in digital transformation and a digital marketer. So as you can tell, I'm here by myself. (laughs) I'm being the audio engineer, the videographer, the podcast host, you know, the jack of all trades. Because at the end of the day, I just wanted to start. In this pilot episode, we're going to really discuss what is the Lorna Club and how did I come up with this? And then we're going to go into why a podcast, what's to come in the future, my career, and the aim of this podcast. And then we're just going to conclude. So if you know me, (laughs) you know I am very impulsive. So this is kind of how this all started. I have had the most incredible creative three days. It's also been it's also been amplified with very much a low mood. Now that's very ironic, I know, but to be honest with you, it's something has just really taken over me to do this podcast I wanted to do a podcast so I have my own I've I this year I launched Tasha J Cole which is me my personal brand as a founder independent um consultant and digital marketer we'll go into my career path a little bit late in the podcast but I really just wanted to launch something that you know, in the back of my mind, I've always been like, we need to, we need something more relatable to aspiring entrepreneurs. We need, you know, I've listened to so many podcasts that I've been like, I can't really relate, especially when you're in your early days of entrepreneurship. And, you know, my, my audience, my clients are entrepreneurs, have just finished last year I finished a master's in strategic digital marketing and a lot of upcoming digital marketers have been coming to me for you know they kind of look up to me and I I, to be honest with you it made me go where do we have this so that's been a little bit at the back of my mind and now uh, I sat here um, this morning and I was like, I need a name for my podcast. And every idea I went into, it was taken. <laughs> like, I was like, this, I, I do not do patience and I do not do, um, like, I get bored very easily. So for me, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to, like, I idea generate, like, right now. <laughs> Like, I don't want to waste any more time because, to be honest with you, I'm so creative, I'm so productive that I don't want to waste my time. So then then I googled Entrepreneur Podcast and I was like, right, let me just maybe see what's out there, you know, get, get some ideas. And what was funny, the reason why all the names were taken is because we've got 1.6 
million, 1.67 million entrepreneurs podcasts. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I was kind of like, well, I need to come up with something a little bit more personal. So Lorna, why Lorna? Lorna is my mother. She passed away last year. And if it wasn't for her uh, selflessness, I don't think my career would have taken off as much as it did in the last year. Um, I could, you could basically say that she sacrificed a life for my career. Um, I, my mom had a heart attack last year and she had a heart attack in 2020 and then she had another one last year which took her life at the end of the day. And when I was stuck in South Africa, I asked my mom, I'm like, I've got an option. I've got a job offer as a sales and marketing assistant. Gear in South Africa, it doesn't pay much. It's like, I think it was 600 pounds. Um, and it will get to me, it will pay the bills enough for me to get to you once, once a month, if that. Um, and I can only come on a weekend, like three days, not even. And then I said to my mom, well, I have the opportunity to go to Wales to study a master's in strategic digital marketing and I can try to get you over to the UK. My mum was in South Africa, by the way. So I remember that clearly. She's like, no, Tasha, just go. Just go. Because she knew. <laughs> she absolutely knew. So when I was... I want to talk about my mum because her essence is the Lorna Club. And when I was writing her eulogy, I was just like, to be honest with you, first of all, the fact that I had to write my mom's eulogy, my mom and I weren't, you weren't, like my sister and my mom were a lot closer than me and my mom. But my mom and I shared a lot of the same qualities, which I basically remind, like the only person like me is my mum. <laughs> That's where I get it from. And it took me until writing her eulogy to realize, wait a second, I completely understand her now. This is so weird. So my mum was, my mum actually had some hardship. Like she grew up in a very challenging childhood and she uh, grew up in apartheid too. And she met my dad, he's British white, my mum's South African coloured, and they got together in a bad date, which was, you know, you could, you could, yeah, they didn't even allow marriages back in South Africa for mi in mixed race marriages. So they had to fly over to the UK, got married, etc, etc. My mum landed up being then a full-time mum. So she didn't really have a career until I think I was about nine. I don't, I can't actually remember, to be honest. But it was quite, I remember, I think I was in primary school when my mum started a career. And she started as a direct marketer a field marketer for Tiger Brands in South Africa. And she, you know, this is all about like a beacon, it's kind of beacon sweets and chocolates where you, um, you're setting up displays, you're stocking up shelves, you, you, you need to make sure that you've, um, the specific sweets and chocolates are targeted at specific times of the year. And she used to have these massive file cabinets, um, like, 
boxes and boxes and boxes of files that you just, I used to like help a file. It used to be like, I loved it, helped a file. And she grew up, she made her way up into an area marketer. She got herself a company car. She was managing a team and her team were people, you know, like the color community in South Africa where they came from, didn't, this was like kind of a pinnacle career change for them and she grew a team she was very accepting she didn't care about your background she just saw your potential and she then slowly started to grow her team her team became like her extended family where she would party with them have a good time like everybody was welcome at our house like we literally had people around our house all the time all the weekend and it used to sometimes it used to be fun but sometimes it used to drive me crazy <laughs> but what I will say is she became so well known by her peers and the industry professionals everybody wanted to know Lorna like she stepped into the room she would just light it up and when I reflected on this I was like her essence you know, the Lorna vibe, the Lorna expression. She st stood in her authentic truth and just was the woman that advocated for that. It doesn't matter where you come from. It matters about like how much do you want it? And she was so particular about her job as well. She took her job so seriously and she would tell you off. Like my mom was did not, she was the type of person to not hold back, which I love. So I was like, when I when I was sat here this morning, I was like, wait a second. I remember when I wrote a eulogy, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to extend my mom's legacy somehow. Whether I do like a Lorna Foundation, a Lorna something, it needs to be Lorna something. This morning it just came to me you know, the Lorna Club. And that's why I use it as like an acronym uh, because this is targeted to aspiring entrepreneurs and marketers. And that is to, you know, continue learning because we never ever stop learning. Optimization, make sure that you're optimizing your skill set, your time, also just your value, optimizing your value within yourself. Resilience, we need to... You know, the resilience to keep on going. You know, my mom, she had that resilience. I have that resilience. And I feel like if you want to become, especially a marketer and a uh, entrepreneur, you, you need resilience. There's, there's no other way. Then to nurture, like it's that family, mom taking care of you. You know, consider this as, you know, me helping to nurture your concept holding your hand through it. Um, I know that I love to nurture. My mom loves to nurture. My sister loves to nurture. My family loves to nurture. The women in our family are just fierce. Shout out to my family in South Africa. I love you so much. And then acceptance. My mom never judged anyone. And that made me and my sister so open to people um we, we we meet everybody like honestly I'm the type of person who 
you know, someone could say a bad, bad thing about a certain person, and I would be like, well, no, I'm going to take you. Like, I have never met you, and I want to get to know you, so therefore, I will make my, up my own opinion about you. And, you know, people come from different backgrounds. So, it's very important to accept, but not only to accept other people, but accept yourself. Like, do you accept where you are in life right now? That, for me, was a big step to overcome myself, to, to accept. Do I accept my life right now? <laughs> like... This is it, Tasha. And my life was like, I had no job back in South Africa. I was broke. I was back at my dad's at the age of 30. Like, my life was, wow. <laughs> and I had to accept that. But through through my loner-ness, I, I got myself out of that situation. Which, this is how it goes, okay? Um. So yeah, that's kind of the introduction to the Lorna Club. Uh, so why a podcast? Um, obviously, like, I'm ridiculously into podcasts. <laughs> like, I just love listening to it whilst I'm busy doing work or, you know, I just want something else. And I've listened to a lot of self-help podcasts. I've learned listened to uh, van life podcasts. I've listened to entrepreneurial mindset, all these good stuff. Um, I, lo- I love Clubhouse at the time. Uh, when I was into it, um, but I think podcasts can become a little bit more topic focused and a lot more conversational. I love talking. My mom loved talking. <laughs> it just you just love to talk, okay? But not just that. I think for me, my vision, um, and this is just kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but my vision is. Like I said in the beginning, people have come to me for certain things and it seems to be like a recurring pattern, okay? What's great about a podcast is that you can interview other people. So my my vision is to get other learners um, up in the seat and have a conversation and talk about journeys and especially with marketing. It's, you know, marketing such a it's such a subjective term right now and I feel like for us to just explore that a little bit further especially when the 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 transformation of the industry is growing but for me particularly business and marketing go hand in hand right now and that's why I took on digital transformation where business and marketing is hand in hand so therefore as an entrepreneur you kind of to know the concepts behind marketing and what you're getting yourself into too that's why I've combined it because this is why like all my clients come to me my social media is broken your communication is broken your 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 audience are you connecting to your audience is broken so there's a lot that we can go into I didn't realize that I was going to be a marketer to be honest However, I definitely saw this coming. I should have seen this coming in my career. So when I was younger, funny enough, my parents had a divorce when I was 15, 16. And I used to escape to like psychedelic psytrance parties, living my best life on the weekends whilst trying trying to be on the student council at school. You know what I mean? Like the polarity of it was bizarre. However, these festivals 
I started to network, engage, meet different people. And that was like my superpower. I felt one, two, three, I knew lots of DJs, promoters. Um, I, I was really connected. I landed then taking a one-way ticket to London. And I was, again, wanting to find the scene. Same thing, try to replicate what I did in South Africa in the UK specifically London. At the time I was nannying as au pair, but I landed up uh, working my way through the industry and um, I, I landed up working at different parties and DJed. I landed up starting my own promotions company. It didn't profit at all. It was kind of like, a, I, I, I got paid here and there, but most of it, to be honest with you, I did it for the love of it. Um, to try to navigate how do I make this into a minority factor. I didn't have the knowledge or skill set. I just saw the gap in the market, wanted to do something and about it, so I just decided to do it myself and got paid for it. And then I remember um, there was someone, Robin Triskeley, she asked me if I wanted to kind of join forces with her. I'm 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 very I, I'm reluctant to join forces with people because I'm a very special human. <laughs> I'm a very uh, I I'm a very limitless person. So I, I also wanted to pursue something by myself. I didn't want to jump on someone's business that they already have to help them grow their business. I wanted to start my own. So I kindly declined, Robin. I really appreciate you. She's amazing. She's also DJ and promoter, and she has her own herbalist um, business as well. So, yeah, um, then through the scene, I landed up being with Sisters too. I helped for two years, volunteered. Uh, we did. We sold out in London our event, and I got onboarded as head of marketing. And that was all volunteer for like two years, and. I soon left that because I wanted to pursue my own thing. At the time, I was DJing a lot, playing out a lot. And then for me, Sign Fusions, one of the things was to help untied artists to become, uh, to get gigs. Because at the time, you had to be part of a record label to get a gig. So I was like, hell no. I landed up hustling my own gigs without a label. So why not do the same for others through a different promotion company? Again, you couldn't, I couldn't monetize it. I didn't know how to. So I did get, I'll end up getting a gig for um, um, myself and Manstope Monkey in Portugal for Freedom Festival. I didn't take any commission, even though I should have. But I was just kind of like, oh, you've got a gig, getting paid. It's amazing. Go. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really, really cool. So that's what I mean. My my marketing career was very much uh, music, the music industry, the underground music industry specifically in London. And I remember for my 18th birthday, I hosted my own event. So it's kind of was a naturally a part of me. Um, I also, my ex and I, my ex got asked to do a party, join party for Noetic Flux, him and Jonas from Montaris in Germany, they did a party together. And then I remember it being three months party and I was kind of like, wait a second, don't you think you guys should have an event page up on ready? Where's your ticket sales? And then I remember in less than like 12 hours, I got their 
the Instagram going, I got their uh, ticket sales up, I remember making a few sales already and it just again, we, we, we all made a profit that night and um, I got onboarded to be part of it and then I landed up um, actually being an equal part at the end of it, which I thought was pretty cool of the guys. Uh, they recognized my value. Again, I didn't do it for the money. I did it because I saw they needed help. <laughs> and that's usually me. I, I do it because I'm a value-based person. I don't tend to do things just for money. Um, if I could see it puts a, a smile on someone's face, that's why I would do something. Uh, my ex and I parted ways. I developed my own yoga business. I was in hospitality f- whilst I was doing all of this stuff as well. So I landed moving back to London and getting into um, my first degree. So this was at the age of 27. Um, I decided to enroll in a BA in audio production. Because I was like, if I'm going to do a degree, I'm going to learn a skill that I don't know. Like, I'm not going to go into something that I already know. It's just, that makes no sense. So, But this was this was a degree and a half. This was challenging. Wow. Do not have a do not have a boyfriend whilst or girlfriend whilst you're going into um, a a degree. It's just you don't have the time for it. You don't have the time, and it's it's hectic. Um, so I landed up again. I had I, I always have these concepts, but I don't know how to execute it. I remember developing like this uh, Kif One Ten. Um, kind of, I wanted to put on like an event where it serves creatives, artists, like again, it's kind of like future telling for the trends, that's why, that's what our idea generate, which is quite intriguing. Anyway, roll forward to 2020. 2020 was a difficult year because obviously my degree was kind of like worth nothing at this point because the industry crashed because of the pandemic. So I had to kind of look at other skill sets, right? And I dived into marketing again. I decided, um, I got a call from my friend, Andrew. Andrew is a key person in my life, to be honest. Um, I met him on the first, like on a dance floor whilst I was DJing. I actually told him about a party. So that's pretty cool. Our kind of journey is really, it's so cool. So, but we'll get into, I definitely want to bring uh, Andrew on this podcast. Anyway. So what was really great is he asked me, Tasha, um, there is this group in South Africa that's doing a female entrepreneur's course. I really want to get you on it. Are you interested? I think it will be so your vibe. And I'm like, actually, that'll be great. So I'll end up teaching uh, branding and social media and to female entrepreneurs. It was so cool. I loved it. I loved it so much. And then... We they went on to develop Explore ProTech, which they still are today. And this is basically a global entrepreneurs group. And this is where that kind of entrepreneurial journey started for me. Um and like more just getting hands-on within entrepreneurship. I've always been an entrepreneur myself, having my own business with marketing and with my yoga business and DJing. Um, but I've never really pursued being a coach for somebody. I met Stephen Westwood. I met so many incredible people and I started to then pivot into starting my own personal brand at the time. Um, I tried to 
to be Miss Kiff. And at this stage, you must just remember, we're in a pandemic. I need to find what skills can I go into that I already have, that I don't have to relearn again. I've just come out of a degree that I can't really use um, because you need, you, I needed to be an assistant or I needed to be in the studio somewhere to learn more. I started to hustle online of how can I, I started to figure out how I make money on a blog. How do I make money on affiliate marketing, influencer marketing, all these, all these SEO. I was learning, incubating and just grinding whilst all, all of this is happening. My mum's just had a heart attack. I'm in South Africa. I'm jobless. I'm almost exiled in life. <laughs> so this entrepreneurs, global entrepreneurs groups was like a little bit of a, it brightened up my day. It got me looking forward to something. Then I decided I needed more hands on deck. So I started a um, digital intern to learn program called the Kifton program. And this was to onboard South Africans, give them more skill set and work experience so that they can go on to other companies. And these entrepreneurs, these interns, right? So you could apply if you were interested in digital marketing or if you wanted to be an entrepreneur. See, it's a trend. <laughs> and it was so cool. The experience was great, but I soon realized that uh, I needed a little bit more myself. I wasn't I wasn't stable. I needed to learn more. How could I be how could I be I think imposter syndrome stepped in there and I feel like it was necessary. You know the imposter syndrome where you almost think you're not good enough, but this point I was a little bit too chaotic in my life. My mindset was bad. I would like I feel secure now in comparison. So it was great. I got a 85% feedback positive review um I do understand why the other part wasn't positive because I was I was changing my mind too much but it was great because I got to teach them about you know all the hacks that I self-taught myself Pinterest SEO Google SEO all these skill sets that you need and time to put in the graft as a marketer it's time consuming you know how to build a website you spend four hours figuring out how to put in a plugin or how to do this, you know, if you're not taught something, the time you consume learning it yourself is unreal, okay? However, it was empowering, and I learned from that experience. I definitely want to start that again sometime. However, at this point, I kind of needed a step back, and I found this co-working space in Hermanus, which Hermanus is my hometown in South Africa. It was awesome can I tell you this is my first introduction to co-working spaces and co-working spaces is incredible like the fact that you can come in to a place and just make it your home for the day and then leave <laughs> you don't have to worry you just pay once done I love that and the people are so lovely and in my hometown not a lot goes on it's a town right but what really alarmed me is that the children in the high school was kind of learning the same stuff as I learned 10 years ago which was shocking they they needed digital transformation they needed transformation completely and i was like imagine you if i could do like a course here to teach these youngsters give them a little bit more of a oomph, you know something cool because you know, the the world's changed now where we should start to inspire 
aspiring entrepreneurs at such a young age you know the the old society tradition of oh you got to go get a degree you got to go do this you got to go do that a lot of the time you know if if i had the support that i needed at the age of 18 to come up with something creative cool ambitious exciting 100% i would thrive you just need the structure the the learning the support kind of this the Lorna club vibe you know what i mean so I, I sometimes my ideas are so ambitious and I think to myself Tasha oh my gosh like here we go again <laughs> and this was a moment I remember telling my mom I was like mommy I've got this idea she's like just go for it it sounds really great you know she told me a lot, a lot of people will find use of it and that's why I find like a lot of this time this um, this is this whatever I'm doing now is very close this is the bond that my mom and I had was that intellectual we get each other level um Anyway, and my mom also had like tough love. She always used to be like, if I come home with 95% maths test, she'll go, where was the other 5%? Why couldn't you get 100? <laughs> and I used to go like, well, you're so mean, but it wasn't. It's because she knew I was intelligent. That's why. Anyway, so South Africa, I was like, man, I need to go back to the drawing board. The one thing with marketing that I, I started to realize, social media is not really for me. Like, I'm a good at it but I'm better at the mind and the thinking and the strategy and the analytics and that drives me Ooh. and there's so many parts of marketing that I was like how much more must I learn <laughs> like how much more must I learn so I decided to look at strategic strategic was the key word yeah I googled um, before I googled this sorry I looked at a document. I don't know how I got here, but I'm a researcher by heart. I opened this document. It was about UK's digital economy for the next five years or something. And it was showing me different brackets of how much you're going to get paid with different uh, education levels. So this is where kind of tradition does still play key here. So we've got someone who doesn't have a degree will get, I think, up to 20, 25,000 pounds. Then you've got someone with a BA will be like 25 to about 35. Someone with a master's, you're almost guaranteed to have about 40K plus as a career path. And then, you you know, your PhDs, etc. Professors, etc. And I was like, oh, wait a second here. I've got my BA I can go into a master's. How much is funding for a master's? I can get this. I can do this. So then I had to go into what type of master's I'm going to study. So then I looked at strategic marketing, like digital marketing. Because like I need to know digital marketing and I need to know strategy. Because uh, strategy is what I love. And then the first thing appeared was the master's in strategic and digital marketing at University of South Wales clicked it, looked at the requirements, applied. That's it. I didn't apply to any other university. This was like, you're it. Otherwise, I'm not doing anything else. Anyway, months go on. Uh, my mom, you know, she went through her troubles. And then I landed up um, actually going for job searches. And I got offered this sales and marketing assistant role full-time amazing winery like it was it was it was amazing winery in South Africa and in my hometown but I just when I got the job 
I accepted it and then I got the email saying I got accepted into my master's. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> what am I going to do? And this was in August, right? August 2021. I was stranded in South Africa, by the way. And I refused to get a job because their minimum wage is 20 rand an hour, which is about less than a pound an hour. And I decided to make my own money. I just, I had that conversation with my mom and my mom said, just go, Tasha, just go get out of here as I was supposed to come to the UK I got COVID which sucked so it delayed my time and I got here in November and at the time I was doing my master's so I was doing remote learning luckily they could accommodate that but it was hard because I came to to Wales with no home no money no nothing I used my 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 university money to get me out of South Africa to pay for my accommodation and I don't know how I did it, but I just did it because I was like, I know I'm meant to be here. So then my master's in strategic digital marketing started in Treforest, Wales, and it was beautiful, especially coming from South Africa. I needed like nature. This was the most intense year of my life. Can I tell you? Every time I do a degree, my life is like turmoil. I don't know if I'm cursed, but it's raucously difficult. Um, meaning my life, balancing my educational life with my, like you need to focus and concentrate. Our personal life is so hectic. Um, my mom was going through, like I remember in January, she went through this episode and I was like crying on my bed alone. And I was just like, you know, just visualizing, helping her, sending her some positive energy. And I'm alone. It's it's difficult. And then I've got assignment due and it's just, yeah, it was hectic. Anyway, this concept of, so there's two lecturers on the course who is Dr. Jackie Harris and Professor Jonathan Deacon. These two humans are like my savior for the year. <laughs> like, I just love them both. So, I love Jackie for the research element. She's very, very research-based. Um, and then Jonathan's very much the the contemporary marketer, the consultant. I love that. Like, both sides of the coin. I love it, both. <laughs> I remember Jackie saying to me, Tasha, you're very confusing. You want a job, but you want to work for yourself. Like, I just don't get it. <laughs> I thought I needed to... I thought I needed to actually go into a digital marketing executive role to learn from other companies to before I could start my own business to be honest this is what I thought knowing the backstory and she said she's like Tasha you're confusing and I'm like I know I know <laughs> I confuse myself all the time Jonathan is just like super laid back it goes don't worry wait until my modules you'll find out and I had because I had a meeting with him in the January with my concept idea you know I, I kind of brought them like Kif Media Hub, when I was trying to start Kif Media Hub, I brought them back in that vibe. I did the contemporary marketing uh, module. I got 92 and 95% for masters. Like, can we just, and that was the best because that was understanding your, that was the business model, starting your value proposition. Um, and I was still trying to find a house at this time, <laughs> where to live. 
And I think I did that assignment in like 24 hours or 48 hours even. And I got that mark because obviously it's something that I love. It comes natural to me. And it's something that kind of was a pinnacle moment for me to bring into my consultancy later. Then we did the consultancy module and we got to work with Mama Show Council and uh, we got to uh, tackle the cost of living crisis, um, which was also really awesome to do. And yeah. there's, a, there's, there's a lot going on in Wales. And I think the reason also why I decided to pick Wales is because, again, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I need to develop something to bring it back to my hometown, which is a rural area. So I need something that's similar. Then during my degree, my mum passed away straight off the consultancy module and that was tough I don't even know when June went as a month I had to move out of my place I was going to be homeless so I moved into a van full-time I'm still living in my van one year later I converted it and built it myself the resilience as you can see and I just started a job as well as a digital marketing executive at a big brand hotel in Cardiff so life was hectic to say the least and I just put that like focus on I just thought to myself like what will my mom tell me right now you know like that that mindset and we're going to talk about mindset in this podcast for sure because it's a must honestly mindset is everything and you know people talk about it and you go whatever no 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 they are talking about it and it works just to back so, up I landed up doing whilst I was doing my master's, I think end of February to beginning of May, I did the five to nine club, which is like a nine week series where every Tuesday after, uh, you know, after work, you do the five to nine club for four hours and you learn, it's like kind of like an accelerator program into entrepreneurship. And I was the first, part of the first female founders um, in Ronde Sinontaf in Wales and it was funded by the government and I was like this is awesome and obviously some of the stuff I did know but other stuff it was amazing and this was run by Welsh Ice in Caerphilly and that's also in um, Wales so I was just like this is awesome and Welsh Ice has, is another co-working space as well by the way and I will, I will, I'll do show notes and I'll link it, um, and got my YouTube channel, which is Tasha J. Cole. I have so much unseen and edited footage, um, that I have to shift. So you definitely check it out. Anyway, so basically got accelerated back into Kif Media Hub because they actually gave me that like nudge and I was like, oh my goodness, Am I ready for this? So whilst I'm busy trying to finish my dissertation, I'm doing my... Um, whilst I'm finishing my dissertation and I'm busy... Whilst I'm finishing my dissertation and I'm doing this part-time digital marketing executive job, I have also Kif Media Hub to start to, you know, develop. And because... I really like the freedom of working for myself, to be honest. So I knew this was always a long-term goal. and But I needed like the money now. And 
through just before my mom passed away I got introduced to the startup studio which is part of USW graduate like if, once you graduate once you are USW graduate you've got access to the startup studio for like I think three years and to help nurture and incubate your ideas uh, to develop a business and you get this all for free so the fact that things started to align for me I was less like Firstly, this is unreal. <laughs> Secondly, obviously this is meant to be because like, you know, I had, you know, if I travel back to how I was in South Africa and I was like, oh my goodness, I've got this idea. I don't know how to, how to go about it. I don't have all the resources. I need to go find my resources. Well, was Wales my resources? And the fact that I did a master's that gave me that insight and the knowledge of digital transformation and thanks to Professor Deacon, of course, and then you've got, and then obviously my mom passed away and I kind of like, I had to tell Richie, which is the startup junior manager, I was like, Richie, I'm here, but my mom passed away. So please just bear with me. I'm going to be a bit, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to be. He was very, very, very understanding. I, I just, I'm so grateful for him. Anyway, and then this was rough. And I'm converting my van as well at the same time. So when the going gets tough, I get going, clearly. Um, I don't know. It all kind of fast-tracked to then I had to extend the time of my dissertation because I was just, I don't know, there was no time for life. I think I wrote my dissertation in like 10 days or something crazy. Um, I only had two meetings, one with Dr. Jackie Harris and then one with Professor Deacon, and then I just wrote, but I didn't complete it to my full potential, I just completed to finish, because I didn't want to see myself prolong this, I needed to just finish my van, escape, and just sort out my mental health, so crazy through all this intensity, I really realized that my digital marketing executive role, I really wasn't starting to like the expectations versus reality was completely different. And this is, this particularly has really driven me into, this is why I want to do this podcast too. Because I personally believe that the industry at the moment is so, like the awareness needs to be brought like we need to bring up the awareness to companies because they expect you to be five special skilled person to be paid a really, really low salary. Like I remember I was getting like 27,000 pounds in London for being a reception supervisor. And the salary that I'm getting now, the way I have to be, I need to be a copy professional copywriter. I have to be a professional strategist. I have to be a film maker. I have to be film photographer. I have to be um, a graphic designer. I need to be an audio specialist. I need to be a design specialist. It's just like, whoa. And I'm getting paid under £30,000? Mm-mm. So this is what I'm talking about is we need to discuss that. So that's going to be some of the hot topics in this podcast for sure. Um, however, I realized I needed to just hustle myself. Like I needed to start my own business. And obviously, John, um, Professor Deacon, 
he showed me that the value of your time and money and this is where consultancy came in because I feel like I'm not going to be an imposter now because I've got a master's behind my name so I got my first client who was an entrepreneur who um, wanted to transition his career from where he is full-time into something a little bit more what he loves to do with his hobbies and he he wanted to learn himself but he just wanted me to help him kind of understand you know like that digital transformation is you know we we we, we know social media exists but we don't know how to optimize it he gave me a, a budget to work with and we got to do a content strategy for him i got to show him exactly how to use instagram and facebook and google my business and we did a few one-to-one mentor sessions, which it was amazing. If I'm honest, he was like my ideal client. I want to be able to, I don't want to do the work for you. I want to give you the knowledge and advocate for you so that you can do it yourself. Um, and then I got my second client, which was actually a job interview. But they ended up loving my pitching so much that they asked me to come in and do some consultant work, which is amazing. It was for a music organization in Wales. And I did some market research for them. I did uh, hosted a group for like a group um, in-depth research interview survey. Um, and I landed up writing a in I wrote an in-depth analysis report at about 30 pages, and the feedback came back as excellent. So through this journey, I started to understand the concept of dating in the world of entrepreneurship and the the soon to my surprise freelancer life came into play and my business my business was like um it needed it needed help so um I pitched for some funding at the end of my dissertation because I my dissertation was understanding the value proposition of an independent music artist of Southeast Wales, because of my background, of course. And I just, I got so much information. I was so excited um, that I pitched and I realized from that pitch, I was like, I was so in dissertation mode and not in pitch mode. I didn't even pitch myself. I also had mentally, I wasn't in the right space. And then the guy said, oh, so you're like Spotify disrupting the model. I was like, yeah, I am. I am like Spotify, but I soon realized that the project was too big for me to undertake. I needed a phase two and I needed a team. I couldn't do it alone. So this is where Kif Media Hub was more focused on entrepreneurs and organizations and transformation. And I kind of really didn't know what was like, I knew it was getting there, but it was still not quite there. And I'm someone who I need to know. I can't be unauthentic. I need to be authentic. And when I'm authentic, I know. When I don't know, that's I'm, I, I won't be authentic. And that's not me. That's unintegral to me. So as you can imagine, this was like, just kind of like, okay, okay, okay. Just I'm just going with my gut. I need to find the answer. I need to find the answer. I need to find the answer. What was frustrating is that um, I tried to pitch again and they were kind of like, well, you moved from entrepreneurship, like you went from music, now you're into entrepreneurship. And to be honest with you, I I took their advice and I also knew myself is that I needed to find a team. And funny enough, Andrew, 
you know, our friend Andrew, he popped back up and he said, Tasha, there's this organization called Able Music and I think you're going to be perfect for it. We need your help. They, we had an interview together with Jay and it was so cool because now they, they said, yes, we want you on board. You're the head of our marketing. And I was like, awesome. So this kind of like, just to fast forward a little bit now, I, where am I now in business? I have dated in business at the moment with Freelance Life, and I'm the only one client I have at the moment is a startup studio because that is more sort of consultant, but mostly freelance. And well, I think I'll only do work for them because they align with my values and where I'm going within my business. Um, they are a, a entrepreneurs group. It's great because now I've been onboarded to help uh, the social media communications for a creative industries networking uh, project that's happening in, in Cardiff and in Newport and RCT and Monmouthshire. So for me to help that give back to the community definitely I'm in and that's what I'm saying is that I were only specifically freelance for specific reasons and working with Richie is a must he's just the best for me um, and he's so well networked in the industry I really would love to get him on the podcast too and there was just my my level from 2021, 2022, and 23 has just been like a vumph, vumph, It's like growth, growth, growth. And when I talk about dating in the industry, honestly, dating and really navigating, like try a bit of this. If it doesn't work, move on. Try a bit of that. Ooh, you like that? Write it down. You know, so for me, the whole, my whole journey at the moment has been like testing the waters. I had to step away from Cardiff into um, Tunbridge Wells, which I'm so happy for because I'm now in this beautiful co-working space. Shout out to Office Tribe for, I've hired uh, co-working for the day um, and it's the evening, no one's using this room, so I'm here, <laughs> I like it. So I definitely gonna come back and do some more episodes here for sure. And it's nice being in the evening as well, it's nice and quiet. Um, and I'm, I'm very nocturnal. Anyway, so through the through the summer, I wanted to work on where am I going, what am I doing, and I know I had another client come to me, which is another ideal client, an entrepreneur shifting their career path, wanting to work for themselves, and doesn't know this whole social media malarkey. And I was like, hold on a minute here, I can help you, do, 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 because guess what? I failed. I wanted a change of career. I wanted to advocate. I wanted, to, but I didn't have the business skill set, the marketing skill set. I did have a little bit, but I was missing gaps. So I've done the due diligence for you. So I feel that I've got two perspectives as an entrepreneur and as a marketer because I know now what it's like to be a marketer and what type of marketing I like. I know now entrepreneurship and actually sometimes you will fail to step back, reflect, go, okay, 
put your hands up, learn from your mistakes and move forward and grow because you're always going to fail. There's going to be minimal failures for me. I test out a lot all the time. And the thing is, it's just to keep going and keep surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals. You want to be surround yourself by those individuals that are, you know, just so, you look up to them. I want to be, like for me, I've got my friends and their salaries are, honestly, if I can tell you, which I won't, <laughs> it's just between me and my friends, but my friends are awesome, okay? These people are elite in my eyes and I, that that is my aspiration is, why are they doing what they do? And I feel like there's a lot. So that's, this is the part of the Lawners Club I want to show you. There is creating community. Um, and with me in my career, I am now wanting to create a community of aspiring entrepreneurs and marketers where I can help. I can show them my journey, help develop programs and services to help but also to give the experience and knowledge of others in the industry and what's really helped them and helped me to give back. Because when I realized my two ideal clients, which is the entrepreneurs part of it, they, they, they need ongoing nurturing, ongoing motivation, right? So this is why I'm here. I want to, now that's my operation too, <laughs> my next quarter, I've already planned that, but I will definitely, this is just kind of like a highlights moment for me, I'm, this is off the script, just talking now, okay, um, and the second part of this is, I've had, so I had a freelancer uh, opportunity for a music organization, and they were gov uh, government uh, arts council Wales funded, and I had the masters students from my like from this year in USW, which is what I did last year. I onboarded them to help me. They were great. Two of them. Alvin and Lummy, they came back to me and they were like asking me all the questions and they were kind of like, especially Alvin, I remember meeting him. He was, you know, he, it was so crazy if you think about the perception with people and you don't realize how far you've come until you meet someone else who was in your position before you started. Like you go, whoa, actually imposter syndrome just leaves the room and you go, I have a knowledge to share. They've reached out to me and because of one of my YouTube videos talking about USW, because, you know, I'm a content creator as well. I love that side of me. I love that life. I've had about four people reach out from social media to ask me about what uh, what this master's was like. And one of, the, one of them has actually come from America and is starting next month because she also wants to start her business Nora, shout out to you. And I'm going to meet her next month, which is really exciting. And this is what I love. Honestly, I love this. This is like what gives me energy and joy and just makes me want to just go, whoo, you know? This is why I've started this podcast. And this is why the Lawners Club is basically this it's helping aspiring entrepreneurs, helping aspiring marketers, digital marketers, 
And having a little bit of more transparency, there's a f- loads of people that I've met that been, have been so transparent with me. And I've been like so grateful because I'm telling you, when you go into these industries, the most difficult thing is Google can teach you what people know and how they do it. And how, like, I, I was always like, how, like, where do you start? What do you do? Where do you go? How do I achieve this? And I remember just navigating and navigating from 2020, well, 2021 more like, because my hustle was more than. And look at two years later, I have my own business. I have now a ongoing client. I am working remotely. I'm working for myself. I have my YouTube channel, Miss Kiff is really good now. It's really growing there. It's fun life stuff is on there. So you can check that out. And I've also got another podcast, my Van Life Perspective podcast. That is my career journey. And that's, if I'm honest, my career journey is my motivation. My mother is my motivation. So we've got the essence, we've got my career, we've got my struggle, which is my motivation. But then there is the positive. It's just, it just shows if you just change your mind and surround yourself with the right people and surround yourself with knowledge, optimize your time, your value, um, accept uh, where you are, but just go, that's it. If you want a better life, you've got to just go for it, right? And they're being limitless isn't what's important. And learning and just being like that sponge to nurture all the concepts that you have. No idea is stupid, okay? And that's why I just want to... The aim of this podcast is just to be a bit more relatable. I'm not sitting here with bringing in loads of figures, right? I'm being honest. I am. I have stable income, but my journey is still going. And I accept that. I admire that. And I value that. I know that every... Like, look how far I've come in the last two years. Imagine where I'm going to be next year this time, the year after that. If I just keep nurturing learning, optimizing, being resilient, and accepting every step of the way, the Lorna Club way, then I can achieve whatever I want. And so can you. And that's what I want. I want to build this type of community. So having said that, I would like to invite you to join. I'm setting up a free Facebook group. It's going to be private just for the listeners this is just, um, we can, you know, share um, at this stage. I I will later on be introducing Patreon, but I feel like just having um, the Lorna Club on Facebook group would be ideal for now. I know a lot of people don't have the Lorna Club, I mean, don't have Facebook, so that's fine. Um, I would then invite you to an email, um, which could be found on my website, so if you look at Tasha J, the letter J, Cole, C-O-L-E, then you will have the show notes and about the Lorna Club, the link to the Facebook group there, the link to my social media. So everything will be on YouTube. All I ask you is if you are listening, please do follow me on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok. Please join the Facebook group. I'd love to hear from you, introduce yourself if you're aspiring digital marketer or aspiring entrepreneur. And the way this podcast will grow will grow with you. Yeah, I'm just excited because, you know, there's so many industry professionals that have that value that I want to share. There's also entrepreneurs that are going through their journey that can relate. You can, you know, have relatable stories. 
I also want aspiring digital marketers to kind of share what they want as well. It's uh, creating this kind of ecosystem of community here. And yeah, so the only way to support me is to follow all my social media at the moment. And I will see you in episode two, I suppose. As if I did it. Sometimes you just got to start. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And know that if you continue to learn, optimize your time, keep resilient in what you do, nurture what you do with love and accept where you are, you can achieve whatever you want. See you in the next one. Bye-bye.